0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: You may not always like his opinion, but you can bet he'll have one. Welcome to The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network.
0: So the consensus opinion is not impressed, not impressed with our prime minister, Justin Trudeau, and what he had to say about Fidel Castro. That's the consensus that I see on email, on Twitter, and uh, elsewhere, including Ted Cruz, American senator born in Canada, reacting to what Trudeau said. And I'll just read it to you in case you haven't heard all of his statement disgraceful, why do young socialists idolize totalitarian tyrants, Castro, Stalin, Mao, Pol Pot, all evil, torturing murderers. That's Ted Cruz to the Prime Minister of Canada. And Senator Marco Rubio says to uh, Justin Trudeau, is this a real statement or a parody? Because if this is a real statement from the Prime Minister of Canada, it is shameful and it is embarrassing. So here's what Justin Trudeau said yesterday after the death of Fidel Castro. It is with deep sorrow. Now, the Prime Minister of Canada purporting to represent each and every one of us, because he likes to say, I speak for all Canadians. It is with deep sorrow that I learned today of the death of Cuba's longest-serving president. Fidel Castro was a larger-than-life leader who served his people for almost half a century, A legendary revolutionary and orator, Mr. Castro made significant improvements to the education and health care of his island nation. While a controversial figure, both Mr. Castro's supporters and detractors recognized his tremendous dedication and love for the Cuban people who had a deep and lasting affection for El Comandante. I know my father was very proud to call him a friend, And I had the opportunity to meet Fidel when my father passed away. It was also a real honor to meet his three sons and his brother, President Raul Castro, during my recent visit to Cuba. On behalf of all Canadians, Sophie and I offer our deepest condolences to the family, friends, and many, many supporters of Mr. Castro. We join the people of Cuba today in mourning the loss of this remarkable leader. So, uh, the reaction was swift, and to the rest of the world, with the exception of Justin Trudeau, fairly predictable, fairly condemning. So what did Trudeau say today at the Francophonie Summit in Madagascar? Try to backpedal. He certainly was a polarizing figure, and there certainly were significant concerns around human rights. That's something that I am open about and highlighted, but on the passing of his death, I expressed a statement that highlighted the deep connection between the people of Canada and the people of Cuba. Canadians know that I always talk about human rights, including here yesterday, including with Raul Castro two weeks ago and wherever I go around the world. That was Trudeau trying to backpedal. And then Philippe Couillard, the premier of Quebec, although in Quebec they call them prime ministers, Mr. Cuillard had to, or Dr. Cuillard, had to chip in. So he headed the Quebec delegation to the Francophonie, and he backed Mr. Trudeau, and Prime Minister Cuillard said, yes, his accomplishments will be remembered in various tones of gray, some white, some black, but historians will have to decide this. I see no controversy in describing him as a giant of the 20th century. What are they serving at the Francophonie? Fidel Castro was a brutal, human rights-violating dictator who murdered his own people. How many braved the sea between Cuba and Florida to get away on leaky rafts? Anything to get away from that island, get away from Castro. But Mr. Trudeau... Fidel Castro was a larger-than-life leader who served his people for almost half a century. Served his people. A legendary revolutionary and orator, Mr. Castro made significant improvements to the education and health care of his island nation. While a controversial figure, both Mr. Castro's supporters and detractors recognized his tremendous dedication and love for the Cuban people, who had a deep and lasting affection for El Comandante. All right. Let us talk to Nelson Taylor who is the Director of International Relations for the Cuban-Canadian Foundation. He joins us on the Roy Greenshow on the Chorus Radio Network. Mr. Taylor, thank you very much for taking the time. Senor Taylor, what did you think? What's your opinion of what Mr. Trudeau said about El Comandante?
1: Um, I think it was really upsetting and and disgusting indeed. Um, He's not talking for, for Canadians, definitely. He's not talking... On behalf of anyone but himself, and I think it's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment for, for himself, for his family, for the Liberal Party, and and for the entire country to have someone that doesn't differentiate uh, between uh, a president, which is uh, serving his people by uh, mandate, and a tyrant who's been there the entire life for almost 60 years. And uh, tyrannizing an entire country where three and four generations of Cubans uh, never have never known any leader other than Fidel or Raúl Castro.
0: What were some of his most egregious violations of basic human rights?
1: Well, so many If you check the uh, the thirty points of of the human rights. Uh, charts under the United Nations, not a single one, not a single one, despite of the propaganda, uh, not only by the left, by uh, the media, I mean, academia, even some conservative uh, elements. Uh, there is no such a thing as, as uh, good health care and education in Cuba. So all human rights are violated in Cuba. You cannot speak your mind. You cannot think freely. You are afraid of, of everything. You, you don't you don't dare to say anything that challenges the the status quo, not even in front of friends. So once you live in freedom, uh, it takes time for for those who who are victims to realize you no know, that they are really free and start talking uh, more openly about what's going on. It takes it is it's really a victimization of, of an entire society by not being able to to speak their minds to just. Uh, Assemble freely and let alone having elected representatives.
0: What do you think the sentiment is in Cuba now, now that Fidel Castro is dead? What do you think the sentiment of the Cuban people is? Because I find it interesting that they have a nine-day mourning period. That's a long time for an official yeah. mourning period.
1: Yeah, I can tell you that uh, I was reading a, a website which is very popular outside of Cuba because Cubans have probably, you know, have no access to internet. It's a famous blogger, her name is Joanny Sanchez, and she was saying that uh, the regime forbade the sale of alcohol. So you can imagine what kind of mourning is that when They, they don't even want people to get drunk to celebrate no? uh, with the cheap alcohol that people can't afford in Cuba. So uh, I believe that uh, some victims uh, will be uh, uh, acting like, a, like a, in a play, the type of play that you saw when a North Korean leader died right you could see even three, four year- old kids uh, mourning and crying, so you probably will see some of that, but deep inside deep inside the population would be relieved that this this guy is finally gone and and definitely celebrating most most people will be in, uh, getting drunk with some kind of uh, illegal alcohol.
0: Mr. Taylor, do you think it's possible? That mr trudeau with his effusive praise for fidel castro may actually have hurt the people in cuba by substantiating fidel castro and providing more credibility if you will for his brother the current president raul is it possible mr trudeau may have hurt the people of cuba by what he said
1: this is an excellent point because the the only thing that can uh, separate uh, these people from um, respite of freedom is the international community. And if free countries, if the leaders of the free world take the side of the victimizers, there is no way that there is going to be freedom in Cuba because this so-called constructive engagement, it, it has nothing to do with the Cuban people. It's only serving to enrich the regime, the the family, the clan of, of Castro's, the acolytes. All, all those around him, and and definitely he's saying, you know what, we don't care about you guys. We, we care about this family who is in power. It means the status quo. They are probably uh, stable, so-called stable, and they guarantee that our investments will be uh, having uh, unacceptable profit. So probably that's what he means, no? but uh, legitimizing the, the status quo. But it's definitely going to make it worse, the same way Obama made it much worse for the Cuban people. And and by now, the entire opposition movement in Cuba is is against the uh, approach, the new approach that Obama implemented. And now Justin Trudeau wants to reinforce by visiting that dictatorship.
0: My my concern is that going forward... Raul Castro will take strength from statements. This statement, specifically, his statement from Mr. Trudeau, and the ambiguous statement by the outgoing president of the United States, Barack Obama. Mr. Taylor, thank you so much for joining us. I uh, I really uh, appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. Thanks to you. All the very best to the people and the country of Cuba. Better off without Fidel Castro. Thanks, Philip. Thank you, sir, for the time. Uh, Roy Greenshow Chorus Radio Network. My number is 1-800-263-2428. one 263 2428 Did Justin Trudeau embarrass Canada and Canadians by his effusive praise for dictator Fidel Castro? He certainly didn't impress uh, U.S. Senators Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz, who took direct swipes at Canada's prime minister and his Castro tribute. And uh, did Justin Trudeau speak for you? I I promised you I'd ask that question. I've seen so many emails over the last 36 hours from people wanting, or 24 hours, 36 hours, people wanting to get at this. So 1-800-263-2428. What's your response to Mr. Trudeau? What would you say? What do you have to say to Mr. Trudeau, our prime minister, who says he speaks for all of us, in his effusive praise for the Cuban dictator? What would you say to Mr. Trudeau? What would you say to him? I just find this so disturbing. This is the same Prime minister who required three of his cabinet or three of his caucus colleagues, women, including a cabinet minister, to enter an Ottawa mosque by the side door this summer and then was very happy about this happy sisters upstairs. I think that's how he put it. Anyway, the issue here is uh, Trudeau's eulogy. Of uh, Fidel Castro, one eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight. Does he speak for you? What would you say to him? We'll come back.